What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the On The Stoop Podcast. Stoop gang. As always, I'm with my guys. Y'all go ahead and introduce yourself, fellas. Hey, this P-Walk. Hey, this JP. And it's your boy, G-Money. What's happening? And as always, I'm your host, JD, and we back in it, bitch, man. Y'all boys great. I would say full effect, but we virtual this week. Yeah, Yeah. almost. We had... we had to adjust, you know. We got Papa P in the building now, bro. Hey. You know, we gotta, we, you know, we gotta gotta give him some time to get get acclimated to this this father life, bro. A new right, addition to right. the, the Stoop fam. Hey, okay. the know, Stoop fam has grown. I know the last one out of the four of us, so it was it was a wait long expected. It right, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We knew it was gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Natural point. order of things, anyways. We pretty much done dealt everything in the order of when we all got married. So it made sense for y'all to be the last one to have a kid. That's true. Now it's back to you, JD. I hell gotta pass no. the stick. I'm, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm done making people. I don't make I got people. time. Uh-huh. And, and, and JD, as as I would tell my people, I, I'm pinching mine, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave that done. For real, as soon as I as soon as I stop being soft, I'm finna go get these nuts. But <laughs> boy, I don't want to make no more people, bro. I ain't got I ain't got another kid in me, my boy. But in, in in all seriousness, P Walk, man, how I feel, bro. Uh, it it feels great. You know, it it's definitely a new experience for me. Um, especially like getting a holder for the first time in a hospital, that whole that whole experience. I mean, even even the birthing experience, um, in the room it was peaceful, it was quiet, it was right before sunrise, so everything was was nice and going. So it was basically just me, Liz, uh, we had a nurse in there and then the midwife, so it wasn't a lot going on. It was real quiet, peaceful. It didn't take that long at all, like when she actually got going. But everything before that, it was a little bit of a struggle. And, you know, I, I asked you this off off wax, you know, like, how did you feel when you held your baby for the first time? Yeah, when they did that skin to skin, bro, when they put that <laughs> yeah. baby on your chest. When you had your titties out and you was holding the baby, like, how did it feel? Bro? Well, you know, <laughs> Actually, it was it was a bit different for us because um like the skin to skin was mostly with Liz like when she had her and she was laying yeah. down I just let her stay with there for for a whole hour, and then it really hit me when she was under the warmer, and and we, they was doing measurements and stuff like that and I was like man it's really my baby, it's really my baby laying down here crying. It's funny you say that because that's the same thing that happened to me, bro. Like it didn't really hit me until they put my baby in the warmer and we had to go into that little waiting area before they give you the room and i'm just standing there and the lady is like doing a measure doing the baby's measurements and all this stuff and i actually got to like put my hand inside of kai's hand for the first time he grabbed my finger for the first time and that like i swear it changed me you know for the better um it it changed me though and I was just excited that, you know, I get a chance to mold a young life. See, for me, it was because I did me. I did skin to skin with my daughter. I we was still in the delivery room. So, you know, of course, my, my wife held held our daughter first, you know, did skin to skin and everything like that. And then it was my turn. That's when it hit me, bro. Like when that little girl was laying on my chest, bro, I'm like, 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I I I I, I will protect you with my life, little girl. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's crazy. Cause you, I talked to your wife already. People, she already said uh, little Lele got got you wrapped around the finger, bro. Hundred percent. Mm. I had to tell Liz, man. That's that. That's that girl dad life, bro. Yeah, like yeah, that's sure. yeah. what that is, though. It was. It was expected. And I was, and I, see, and I was gonna <laughs> say where when it really hit me when my time came was just um, just hearing Faith cry. Yeah. Then hearing Grace cry. Oh, yep. Yeah, back at it. It's up. <laughs> I gotta protect him. You know what I'm saying? So, congrats again, people. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Looking forward to seeing, to the club, seeing her grow up, grow up along her cousins and friends and everything. I mean, it's it's plenty of kids around, so she'll have plenty to grow up with. That's love, a lot of love. You know, you got your your child got cousins on this panel because I I don't look at y'all as my friends. I look at y'all as my brothers. So. Facts. Y'all kids got cousins, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. you know, I always say you don't really get to pick your relatives, but you get to pick your family. So, facts. Um, it, your kids always got cousins, and my kids. So, um, I'm just I'm looking forward to that journey for all of us. Even though at times it's very ghetto, one star would not recommend <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> But sometimes, nigga, most of the time. I'm, I'm surprised you gave it a whole star. Yeah, I, I give it one because you know after your kids get on your nerves, they do something sweet, and then you kind of get over the bad stuff. You know, they smile at you or they say something, you know, that make you smile, or they come give you a hug or something like that, or they crying and they need you for something. So you know, all of that goes out the window. You just want to be there for them. So um, and I'm sure you relish every time when they sleep too. Yeah, hundred percent. Sometimes that's the best time. That's what I'm saying. That, that's the Always only time. The best time. Yeah, you know. You, you know, feel like had, a person again. Yeah, it feels like okay, I'm normal now. I, I'm not responsible for this person's every waking moment because this person is asleep at this point, and I can actually live my life. I can take a shit in peace. You know, I can wash my ass. <laughs> yeah. You do all that's, that. That's good. But I can't even lie though, bro. Like when my when when my daughter was little, like newborn, like Lele, bro. Like even when she was sleep, if I was sleep, I would wake up just to make sure. Let me make sure my baby, make sure my baby still breathing. I put my finger up to her nose so I can <laughs> make sure I can feel the breath, bro. Like real talk. They you know say they say women are bad with that. We just as bad because yeah. I yeah. wouldn't even sleep away from my child. Like my child would be on me sleep. And if he move, I'm like, I'm up, I'm looking, I'm alert, you know, because I just don't want nothing to happen. You now we know? got. We, I was I was concentrating real hard to make sure I could see her her, her breathing, breathement, movements, and all that. All bro, yeah. I'm telling you, no, like, she just, she did be in the bassinet next to Liz side of the bed, so she see her closer than I do. But we got the little sock on her, the little outlet sock, so I tell you they yeah. like respirations okay. and oxygen level and. And of course, y'all got heartbeat. So These were multiple kids. It was recommended. This the first baby, Jay. This the first I buy, baby. That, 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 my daughter's my first baby. Too. I wasn't buying that shit. Yeah, but your <laughs> wife not a nurse. People, and soon, that shit. And have y'all had any instances yet where it was beeping and it woke y'all up? Uh, it beep all the time. Like when we wake her up in the middle of the night, like this feeding schedule we got her on. So I mean, it's. 
Like if you got in certain positions, they start going off and they play that little tinkle, little tingle, whatever it's called, and then they come back. <laughs> but uh, G gone again. He yeah, gone again. But look, don't stop this. Just he if he come back, he come back. <laughs> hey, he gonna have to turn that laptop back in. Yeah. <laughs> if he come back, he come back. But he there back. you go. All back. That nigga come back, he just come back, bro. No, I'm back. But, hey, let me, JP. Let me ask you a question, cause you know, you know, P. he knew to the girl dad life. So I, I don't know if this is this is the same for for boy dads, but. Like, do you be buying your daughter a lot of shit? Do I? Yeah, like daughters, you got multiple. Do you be buying your daughters shit? I mean, I would say yeah and no. Like, talking about, talking about like just because stuff, like candy and stuff like that. No, no, hell no. What you mean? No. What do you mean? Like, well, toys, yeah, but mainly like, like for me, personally, you see. like if, if I go to Target or some shit, like I'm always coming home with clothes, bro. Like. Whatever nah, little cat and jack nah, shit they got, bro. Nah, like I'm, I, I'm clearing the table I, for nah, everything. I, I delegate size, that bro. responsibility to Tasha. Tasha does all of that. So well, I, I say mm-hmm. this: I, I don't go to Target a lot, you know. But there have been times, like when when Kai was a little little baby, I was always going to the store. It felt like we didn't have enough clothes. I was always buying stuff for him, and now that I got another boy it's just like you can wear some of that shit that god didn't wear because i done bought all of it and he didn't wear a lot of it so um now not so much but for for kai my first child yes i was buying stuff all the time for him and then i i realized like i was buying all these shoes and and getting shoes from different places because you know kids don't really like tear their shoes up like when they yeah. real small so I was buying all these shoes from people that was just trying to get off them and then I realized this nigga like Crocs <laughs> but I it, y'all have y'all have seen my daughter my daughter wears Chucks on me yeah you yeah. she got one pair of J's her daddy didn't buy them her auntie her auntie Jazz bought them I Chucks yeah. I done bought my baby some black ones red ones G you bought her some yellow ones <clears throat> I bought her some pink ones like my, my daughter chucked out. I'm finna go get her some white ones, some blue ones. You know what I'm saying? They go with everything. I'm not buying a George, bro. Not, yeah, my, my, my son it's like ten dollars more. Nigga, bro. That nigga like Crocs. That's all he wear is Crocs. He love Crocs. And then like when you'll see when they start going to daycare and stuff, you don't want to spend a lot of money on clothes because they come home stained looking, like a motherfucker. Right, looking like roadkill. And you like, I didn't send my baby here looking like this. Why my baby look like this? <laughs> and <laughs> so you you tend to start buying like granimals and crops and stuff like that for him to go to to go to you know daycare and stuff because it don't make sense to spend all that money on stuff when they letting them finger paint. Hey, Payless don't like, exist no more. It, it doesn't. It Payless don't exist, but there's ways around Payless. I guess you still got rack yeah. room. You got rack room, shoe, shoe carnal. It's a bunch of places. Right. Walmart, you know, the crop Target. store. And look, say, P-Walk, I know, you, I know y'all bougie, bro. I know y'all finna have fun and all this designer stuff. You know the Hat and Jack at Target. Come on, bro. Yeah, it's it's different. Five and $10 shirts, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm shirts also, like five, pants be like $10, bro. I'm going to put you, you on again. Clean. And that's how niggas be spending three hundred dollars in Target because all the kids stuff to us seem cheap, but Shein is another one. Shein for kids clothes, 
You can't I go don't wrong like with she it. and shit, bro. Like my daughter got a couple outfits, and I hate them because I'm like these ain't kid outfits, bro. Like these, fast <laughs> ass shit, bro. I don't like it. Nah, bro. I don't like this shit. Well, who- um, before we move on, people, I want to ask, what do you look forward to the most with Soleil? Oh, that's what that's. I think I, I was talking a little bit about it earlier. Just seeing seeing her grow up with the people around her. I mean, I know, I know. When I was a kid, like growing up with my cousins and the people around me, that was a big part of my childhood and a big part of my experience growing up. And I want her to have the same, same thing. So, eager to see her and how she, how she grows at that and grows up with her cousins and things like that. I can't wait till all our kids get to a point where they can interact because they got to be friends. Like it ain't. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't give a damn. You know what I'm saying? Whether you want to come over here or not, we going to we going to your uncle house. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? So I just I just yeah. can't wait to see. You know what I'm saying? The the bonds that they forge, and then man, I just can't wait to see. Especially you know when my my daughter has already started to grow into her stubborn ass uh, personality. I wonder where she get that from. But like, yeah, right. <laughs> but I. I like you said, Pill, like I, I definitely can't wait to see, you know, the personality of the person that Lil Lele develops into. Same right. thing with Grace and, and, and Kari, bro. So it's just like, you know, it this is a beautiful thing, man. Plus so. plus with how things are nowadays and people, it's like it's good to have a friend group or like people that are close to you that they can have sleepovers and do stuff with because they're not going home with anybody yeah. from school. Hell no. no. Hell no. Unless you, sh- unless you chaperone it. <laughs> Yeah, y'all can come over here. Your kids can come over here, but my kids can't go over there. Yeah, um, your kids can't come over here either. We can meet at a park or something. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. it also it, <laughs> it also depends on the on the children. If I don't vibe with the parents, then your kids can't come over here. But you know, me and the wife had that conversation before, and it's just like there's only a select few people I would leave my children with, um, and. A lot of people look at me like, "Oh, you crazy!" Like, I would be leaving my kids with whoever. And people, people are crazy. What? People are crazy, and that's why I wouldn't leave my children. Like with with people, there's some people I wouldn't leave a pet rock over their house, let alone the children that I love. You know, yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I I've always been a real weirdo about that. Maybe that was passed down to me being a latchkey kid. You know, maybe that was passed down to me because my my parents didn't let me go just any and everywhere. That's that's not a weird thing. It's not so, a weird thing. I'm gonna be honest, bro. Outside of cousins, I ain't never stayed in nobody's house that wasn't related to me or right. that well, I had. Well, that was Darius, that was the only one, and Darius like family to me. So <clears> outside <throat> of that. I I wouldn't I wasn't sleeping over in no friend's house and no shit like that. James <laughs> yeah. and Cheryl wasn't playing that shit. Real talk. Well, different story for me. I had a little mixture of both, but hey, yeah, it, it happens. <laughs> Y'all ready to dive into this episode? Well, actually, get into it. Actually, actually, actually what, before, what you got for back in time? So, so actually, no, we're not gonna do that yet. We're not gonna do that yet because we did miss two weeks, and in those two weeks, the NBA Eastern Conference Finals happened between. Pretty much three quarters of this panel, <laughs> the Heat and the Celtics had a, had an epic seven game series. It so, was kind of epic. I ain't gonna lie. Sure, it was a weird series, though. That that's the word we'll use. Epic. Sure, why not? I mean, it and was. I, and, 
I didn't think, I ain't, I ain't think, I, ain't, I thought y'all was going to fall off the rails, uh, P-Walking G. I ain't going to lie. I thought Boston was going to take y'all, take y'all lives. You watch but, your, you watch your, hey, look, hey, 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 look, I want the Heat to win too, but, but Boston, I thought Boston was going to finish the job, man, but. Finish what? They won two games convincingly, that's it. They still found a way to win. They didn't the find a way to win. Six. The ball. I told you the entire series, especially after we went down we, 2-0, we were not going to win. And I stuck to that. We won five. All the way through. JP, we won, so, we won five out of the seven games. Yeah. <laughs> it's, y'all did. Y'all did. But, you know. Because I mean, game six, we game six, I don't, we just let the fucking rope go. Because we, we were bashing y'all fucking head in. In game six. Three three but in typical Celtics fashion. We damn near lost. You know what I'm saying? One like, one, two, and six. We came fashion. from ten point deficit. So those all was wins. We won two of them. We lost the last one on the last second tip in that. But then that's not a win then, Pewak. That's a loss. Y'all might as well have lost loss that game. Is a loss is a loss. Listen, the way y'all are celebrating, y'all act like y'all won the series at the game six, so it <laughs> it is and what the way it is. y'all celebrating, you think y'all have already beat the Nuggets? So I ain't, I haven't heard, I haven't seen nobody this. celebrating saying Eastern Conference nothing. Shit, yeah, all, 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 all we don't celebrate with, that. All I've been, who don't? We don't. We don't celebrate that. No, the rest n- of y'all do. Nobody in national media saying it. Nobody in, 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 in any kind of media saying it. All I hear Skip is Baylor's been sucking y'all dick for two weeks. What are y'all talking about? That's some head we don't about? want. We don't need a right. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, nah, but I'm saying for the finals now. For the finals, all I'm hearing Nuggets and four, Nuggets and five. Skip Baylor's is still sucking y'all dick. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that nigga swear up and down that y'all just gonna make the joke of life a living hell. No, that's that's not what happened. Cause I was listening to what his take on the the Celtics and Heat series, and he pretty much said y'all lost the series. We didn't win it. That's pretty much what he said. He said y'all missed, y'all lost. That's pretty much the the take that he gave. He didn't give us really any credit for anything, and that's fine. I mean, we had a three th- percent chance to win the series anyway. And now I believe we have an eleven percent chance to win the the next series. First and foremost, get off that get off that Vegas shit, bro. Hey, like, hey, it's not even Vegas. Not it's hey, not G, even Vegas. G. How many G League players I got? Five of them. <laughs> we're we're starters and rotational mids. But it, it but they're they're NBA yeah. players nonetheless. You know. Yeah. I like to ride that. I like to ride that as an argument, but the NBA players nothing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so you still got a game yeah, that, plan. That's for them. why. That's why I don't listen to that argument, nigga, because they're still in the NBA. No matter how they got there, they're in the small fraternity of the NBA, nigga. I don't want to hear that shit. But I mean, that's that's just how that's just how the franchise was run because we don't have a lot of draft picks in the first place. So we got to get these undrafted players. It's been the same way for the past ten years. Hassan Whiteside, Tyler Johnson. All these people that we signed <laughs> that were undrafted or, or came from overseas that end up either balling out for a little bit or getting big contracts. Or washed up as niggas that didn't work out other places. Dion Waiters. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, what's, uh, what's, uh, what's the white boy name? Uh, Josh I'm McDaniels. You, yeah, Josh Ooh. McDaniels. Okay. Uh, Kelly Olenek. Kelly Olenek, yeah. And, and Rodney Magruder was an undrafted guy. But those are the t- Luol Dang. You know, those are guys 
that we picked up and and Kyle Lowry fits those same like Kyle Lowry we want Kyle Lowry from 10 years ago we don't want this Kyle Lowry that we got but we got this Kyle Lowry that we got and we got to just play you know yeah. at this point we got who we got and that's who we going to take the mile high and try to win a championship and I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't take I don't want anybody to think I'm I'm just just hating on the Heat or anything. I respect everything that the Heat do. You know, with you know, the ability uh or what they have the ability to do with, with who they have, you know what I'm saying? Like G, like you said, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all y'all do more with less. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't I don't take like that, that shit. From, I mean, I I'm not like whether it. you whether you like it or not, bro, like it's you you have to respect the fact that, you know what I'm saying? The organization has the ability to do that. Well, you know it what is saying? what it is. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to do more with more, nigga. I don't understand why we can't get free agents in South Beach. Because it's South Beach. We got beaches, bitches, and no state tax. I don't understand how we can't get niggas down here, but we got who we got. It is what it is. So I just got to ride with the product that's on the court. Well, you can't argue with two finals in four years. Eh? That's fact. <laughs> four Eastern Conference finals. Yeah. Even though Bam Adebayo is garbage, and I don't want nobody to argue him to me. Now, granted, his defensive prowess is off the charts. He's a ninety-nine on defense, but that nigga's a a ten on offense. Now nah, he he he's straight. He just don't need to put Stop. the ball on the ground. Stop. I don't it. know how many times I got to see him lose the ball. That nigga don't practice nothing in the offseason but blocks. Nigga, that nigga don't talk terrible. to me about putting the ball on the ground and turning the ball over unless you got Jalen Brown on your team. I don't want to <laughs> hear that shit at all. That nigga don't have Un- thumbs. Unless you have Jalen turnover machine Brown on your team. I don't want to hear that. The nigga had eight turnovers himself in game seven. So. Say what you want, but he getting ready to sign a, a $295 million extension. Of course, not having a problem with that because if we're and there's a bunch of people that are talking about, oh well, let's trade them. But what are you gonna get in return? What? Dame Dollar. I don't want a 33 year old Dame Dollar when I'm trading away a 26 year old Jalen Brown. Okay, well let me ask you this. So if you guys traded Dame Dollar and it equal to championships versus extending Jalen Brown and you get two finals appearances, which ones would you want? Yeah, but you're not guaranteed two championships with, with Dame Dollar. I'm not guaranteeing that, but in that situation, what would you want? But you're not giving me a realistic situation. That is the realistic situation. How? Because if Dame Dollar's on that team, y'all beat us in six. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I mean, their team will have to be constructed differently for them to have Dame in the first place. So, I mean, I, I'm not sure how well it will work out, but looking forward, it, it who knows? It could be different next year. I guess we got to wait and see. So is that not a person you would trade Jalen Brown for? I know you would trade Jalen Brown for Luka Doncic, but... Then, then honestly, I'd, I'd say Luka Doncic, maybe Swiper. That's, that's it. Either one of those is happening. Tough. I know neither one of those are happening, but that that would be it because I'm I'm trading a guy, you know what I'm saying, around the same age. I'm not trading a 26 year old star for a 33 year old, you know what I'm saying, Dame Dollar, who's at the end of his prime, if he even still in his prime. No, nah, he in his prime. <laughs> that, that's just not. He had a career high in points this year. He in his prime. 
The primes are stretched out a little bit. 30 don't mean 30 no more in this NBA. So, you know. Injuries have also become a, a become a problem for Dame Dollar. Jalen Brown available. Your best ability is availability. That's facts. And that's something that they brought up. It, no, he is available. He'd be turning the ball over, but he'd be available to do it. I guess. Because I, I would rather I would rather have an available Jalen Brown with the potential to play well versus having somebody having a star that you're paying a lot of money to that can't play because he injured. Like a Kawhi Leonard or a Paul George. Right. Yeah. So that don't do us no good, bro. You know what I'm saying? And so, and I don't think the, now granted, I do think the roster needs to be tweaked, you know what I'm saying, a bit. And I, I know that's going to happen. I'm, I'm, I'd be shocked if Grant Williams comes back just because we're not paying him that money that he asking for. Well, the new CBA is going to be in effect next year, year. so. He's yeah. not getting 20 mil a year. I no, don't care what the all. CBA no, he's not, like. not from not from us, at least. No, but the new CBA is coming. New CBA is coming in, so it's going to change how people have to structure their salary cap, anyways. I, I still I I think he's gone. I know Blake Griffin is gone. The Blake Griffin experiment didn't work. The nigga just sat on the bench the entire time. Well, Joe Mazzula didn't play him. That's another thing. You know what I'm saying? The coaching is 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 a big. The success that we have next season with the like I said, I, I agree the roster needs to be tweaked a bit. But the biggest, the, the biggest thing that needs to adjust is coaching, because Joe Mazzula needs. I granted, I want him gone. That's not gonna happen. I'm. It is what it is. I've came to terms where he'll at least be back for another season. But we have to put a, a veteran staff around him because somebody he's stubborn, and he he fought with the Boston media all season. That is the that's that's one of the quickest ways to get the fuck up out of here, bro. <laughs> like. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you're just is ruthless, bro. Like, <laughs> and I'd give it to him if they were just, you know, what I'm saying, asking ridiculous questions. Like they were legit questions that he was being asked about coaching situations, games, stuff like that. And he immediately went on to the defense, would give a one a one word answer, and then just stare at you. Like, nigga, we we need more from you. You know what I'm saying? We need insight. We need something, bro. You instead of you just bitching and moaning. For the entire press conference, and then you leave, and then when you do say shit, you know you ask your question. Well, what did you? Well, I told Jason Tatum I love him. What the fuck is that? <laughs> the wow. fuck does that mean? Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like it means nothing. Like game seven, they asked him. You know, well, you know, what did you? What did you tell the team after the after the game and everything like that in the locker room? I told him I love him. Bro, just walk. Just go, bro. Just go. Go home, dog. Like. I hate this nigga, bro. Like, with everything that's in me. I hate this nigga. I hated the hire from the jump. I get the hire. I know the nigga was not the first, second, or third choice. I know we got what we got. I hate this nigga. Like, well, let I've me, been critical of this nigga all season. Well, let me, let me put this into context for you. Because I felt the same way briefly about Eric Spolstra. You know, when LeBron left, I was like, man, that nigga ran LeBron out the city. You know, I said a whole bunch of crazy stuff when LeBron left. Whole time LeBron just didn't want to be here. But moving on from that, you know, I was like, maybe this nigga can't really coach that good. LeBron carried this nigga to a championship. But then Eric's supposed to start making playoffs with bad rosters. So I was like, okay, maybe he's not awful. So that started to change me a little bit. 
And then once we got to 2020, we make the finals in the bubble. And I'm like, mm, he might be on something here. And then we go to, we, we lose that next year uh, due to injuries and, and Milwaukee getting better. And then the next year, we in the ECF against y'all. We one shot away from tying the game to go to the finals. And now we in the finals. So Eric Spolster has done nothing but prove his competency. So there's no reason for me to doubt what he's trying to do. I want Pat Riley and Mickey Arison to open the, the checkbook. Though. Here's the thing with Eric Spolster compared to Joe Mazzullo. Eric Spolster was an assistant coach for 11 years prior to getting his, his shot at the head coach. Yeah. Joe Mazzullo has been the assistant coach for maybe three. No, and, and I, I'm not trying to compare the two because their paths were different, but he could eventually be a brilliant coach. He may need some assistant coaches around him to help him and maybe a tweak. I what you guys need 100% is a new offensive game plan. Once you get that going and you're able to score easy buckets versus relying on the three-point line, then you guys will win. That's just the truth. But that goes back to what I said about the veteran staff needs to be around Joe Mazzulla because this this praying, shooting, praying, shooting a bunch of three shit is his entire offensive philosophy. Right, that gotta we need, go. We we need somebody to show him that nigga that does not work. That worked for the Warriors, but that don't work for everybody else, and that's starting to not work for the Warriors anymore. So that that shit ain't gonna work here, nigga. We need other shit. We need we need a a blend of shit. You know what I'm saying? And he just from all accounts, from what I've seen, just watching him. Like I said, I watched all 82 games. In every game in the playoffs except the fourth quarter of game seven, because I cut that shit off. <laughs> it all looked the fucking same. The nigga made no the, the nigga didn't change shit about his offensive plan. Shoot threes. Chuck them bitches. Even if we're not shooting well, we're still gonna take 53 threes and fucking lose. Like that 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 shit just don't fucking work, bro. It just don't work. And I think he knows that. And I think that, you know, any good coach would realize that, okay, what I put in place didn't work. And now we got to go back to the drawing board and figure out something else. Like, Steve Curtin had those issues because he got Steph Curry on the roster, the greatest shooter God ever made, in some people's words. (laughs) So you don't really have to change the offense that much when you got that guy on the roster. Y'all don't have that guy. But you have two very offensive offensively talented uh individuals who've made all-star games and first teams all nba first teams so you just have to figure out how to make their skill set work inside of a a half court offense and you guys will be fine we also need to do excuse me the one thing that we've we've criticized the lake organization about with their young talent develop we're yeah. we're not helping these guys develop because their game is it's making they're making lateral moves at this point. Like I'm not seeing much growth or change in their in their game the way they play. So like we and granted, I, I you know, old boy did what he did, but if that hadn't happened, I think he would have been the guy to take them to that next level because the main thing he did, he he held motherfuckers accountable. You know what I'm saying? And Who, E-Mail? Yes. And if that nigga saw you struggling or saw that you wasn't helping, he would pull the hook on your ass. Whether you're Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, it didn't matter. He'll sit your ass. 
for a long period of time until he felt like you would either calm down or got your head right and he'd throw you back in the game. For the life of me, Joe Mazzulla wouldn't do that at all. Like, I understand you. You believe in your talent. But at some point, you got to sit that motherfucker. If they if they're doing more harm than good, at some point you need to sit them down, maybe talk to them. You know what I'm saying? Put some confidence in them or do something. That nigga just sat, stood on the sideline and chewed gum. That was what the fuck he did. Like that was it. So he clapped like, sometimes too. A few times. Nigga like a meerkat. Just uh, niggas the does. worst. Right, so let let me ask you real quick. Going going back to game seven. Uh, the, that last series. Cause and maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm the only one that feels this way. I think Caleb Martin should have won the Larry Brown, the Larry Bird uh MVP award. I, what, where is that narrative coming from? Like I, I hear a lot. Why? Why do you maybe, think that? Maybe just that series alone, because maybe Caleb Martin didn't play well in the rest of them. But Caleb Martin is the one of the main reasons y'all won that series. That nigga killed us all seven games. Nigga was averaging damn that thirty against. Did average. you did you forget? Not thirty. Did you, ahead, for, did you forget in games one through three, uh, Jimmy Butler was averaging like thirty two points a game and eight assists. Yes, I did because in the rest of them he didn't. It wasn't even close. The rest of them, Caleb Martin killed us. He killed y'all. Yeah, he did. He killed y'all, but he only he only averaged nineteen points a game, one one and a half assists. Now his shooting splits were good, so I can you can argue that, but it wasn't. It's not Jimmy. Like I said, I I could be I could be wrong. You, you get caught. I could be get, by myself. People call, but, get caught in prison of the moment. And Jimmy had a good series. He had a couple off games, but he had a good series. It, it, just to piggyback off of what P Walk said, because I I agree with P Walk. I I don't understand where this narrative is coming from. Um, Jimmy averaged twenty eight and a half during the series, and uh, Caleb Martin averaged about nineteen. That's not close. Um, that's 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 just I mean, not close. I mean that that is true. You can say that, but at the same time, I feel like after outside of them first three games, Caleb Martin felt like he had a bigger impact on the team than Jim than Jimmy Butler did. How can you have a bigger well, impact in the losses? Well, yeah, he had a bigger impact in the losses because you guys you guys double teamed Jimmy Butler in the two losses, but in the game seven, Jimmy had twenty eight. And Caleb Martin had a great and game Caleb in Martin Game had Seven. 20, he had twenty six. Twenty six. He had twenty six. Um, he had a great game, but during the whole longevity of the season, the series, Jimmy Butler had a better a better uh series. He got players involved. Uh, he was passing. He was rebounding. He was doing everything. And I don't understand where this narrative is coming from. Just because we had a, a we had a one of his teammates play well. I mean, that has to happen. Like somebody else has to play well with Jimmy in order for us to win series. But Jimmy is the clear leader and the best player on this team. And he had the best numbers in this series. So the MVP award went to the right person in Jimmy Butler. Okay. Maybe you're right. It could be, it could have been prison of the moment. Maybe you're right. Like I said, I might have been by myself with that. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? No, you, you, no, you, you wasn't you because I think I think for the nine votes, um, Caleb Martin had four, Jimmy Butler had five. So it was yeah. close. And it, you're not the only person who felt like that because there's a couple Heat fans where I work and they called me and was like, oh, Caleb Martin should have got the MVP. I'm like, well, you 
you're looking at the you're looking at the box score and you're looking at all the shots that G, that uh Caleb Martin made in game 7 and you're not looking at how those shots were obtained yeah for Caleb Martin you know when you game planning for a, another guy's another team's best player somebody's bound to be open you know, because you're going to double team that best player and that other that best player has to rely on other players on his team, other teammates to play well, which is what Jimmy does. Jimmy gives everybody the utmost confidence because he trusts them because he has to. That's the way the offense is broken down. So. However, when Jimmy had when Jimmy was one on one, he attacked the basket and he was aggressive. But it doesn't make sense to try to score over two people when somebody else is open. That's just the way basketball goes. And you kind of get penalized for that because, you know, us as fans, we want to see somebody make difficult shots over multiple people. And just so we can say, man, that nigga's, that nigga raw. He made a shot over two people, even though that's not the intelligent basketball play. You know, everybody got caught up in all the shots that Caleb Martin made in Game Seven and thought that he should have got the MVP, but negative. Okay, I respect that. Like I said, you know, it was just thought. So I know we got to move on. So, you know, but but we got to do this. Everybody got to put their predictions in for the finals. But let's get them in now before Game One. Well, by the time y'all hear this, it'll be Game One. But just know we recorded this day for Game One. So eating six. <laughs> wow, I would say he in seven. JP, you gone? It's on you, JD. <laughs> Boy, you know what? <laughs> I'm going. I'm going Denver in six. I know. I, I told a but you know, game seven. A bunch of people was fucking with me, so I just kept putting Nuggets in four. But that's not realistic. It. I'm. I'm going. But I am going Nuggets in six. I'm not mad at you for that. I mean, they have the best player in basketball right now on their team. So yeah, actually, actually, just been it. the best team in the playoffs since it started. Well, relatively. I mean, they they shooting as good as it's Miami. Not, it's been. It's not relatively like it's the same. They shooting thirty nine percent from three like Miami is. My they they shot forty nine percent from the field. I think Miami shot forty eight percent. I, I heard Skip with the numbers, bro. I know they all close, but oh yeah, Skip, I'm not, Skip, I'm not, Skip, I'm not going off the numbers. I'm going off what I see. No, Skip did say that, but I was looking back at the at the regular season when they played. They were talking about the rebounding advantage. They never had a rebounding advantage in the games that they played head to head. Yes, they do. If Bam is if Bam is putting his uniform on as a center, they have a <laughs> rebound advantage. It don't matter who they five is. No, I'm saying in the games they played against Denver, there was no, it was they had two more rebounds. We still lost those games. We did, but it wasn't this massive gap. It's been that way the whole play. Also, we'll we'll see. I think both them games was the combined loss of what nine points, yeah. four and five. Yeah, yeah, it's close, and and that's all we really want to do. We want to keep the game close. So if they let us keep it close, it could be anybody's series. Yeah, I'm, I'm never going to count y'all a lot, bro. Like, as long as y'all got number 22, bro, as long as y'all got Hemi, bro, I'm, I'm never going to count y'all out. But at the same time, that big nigga they got in the middle is just, I just feel like he's going to be a problem for y'all. Cool. Well, the key is not to stop him. The key stop is to stop everybody, everybody else. else. 
JP, what's your pick? Let him go off. The thing is, though, is even even if you know what I'm saying, he going off, he he averaging a triple double, which means some you know. Well, that's they what we gotta well. take away. No, make that, him average. We gotta take. He need to average a double double. <laughs> yes, take the assist away. If we limit everybody else, he can't score a hundred points. He can't. The Joker can't score a hundred points. And so if he do, he's gonna be he's gonna be gas in this game. Exactly. He got to sit down yeah. and drink water at some point. <laughs> so, I mean, I I get that, but you remember during that Lakers series, you know what I'm saying? When he went down for 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 his rest, the Lakers were going that run. As soon as that nigga came back on the floor in about four possessions, that shit was over. Also, the, the, the Lakers run, can't the run shoot. Down. However, the Lakers can't shoot. We can, so we we can we can shoot better than the Lakers will ever be able to shoot until they add shooters. So that's one thing that we can do that they couldn't do. They couldn't that shoot. That is true. But also, you know this is about your team as well. Y'all have them games where y'all can't shoot either. Well, those would be games that we lose. <laughs> and that's why so. this is going to be a seven-game series because I don't expect us to shoot 45% as a team from the three-point line every game. No, but we'll be and able to shoot me, they, in the paint better than we did against the Celtics. They keep bringing up the interview that uh, what's the nigga that got the Lakers got from um, Washington? What what's that nigga name? Uh, Rui. Rui. Yeah. Arch they Rui. they keep bringing up a quote that he was he said he was like you are, you know they they don't have a rim protector you know what I'm saying and I was like yeah that is true that's true they don't they still swept y'all so but they don't they have a rim either. protector that's that's Miami's biggest issue that's why the Celtics is so hard for them. I yeah. I still don't think that I I think that. You know what I'm saying? I, I think they can still make it difficult for y'all to score at the cup. I still think it's gonna be a great series. I'm I'm sticking with Nuggets and six. But I honestly I wouldn't be shocked if it did go to seven. Just because y'all have them games where y'all just dig down and fight. You know what I'm we saying? gonna fight every game. That's one thing we're gonna do. Whether we lose the fight is either that but I expect Bam to have a better series this series because they don't have the rim protector. Um even though that's really difficult for me to say because Bam is terrible on offense. And I think that Delonte West with the crack in his system is a better post player than he is. But that's just me. Whatever. I don't care what y'all say. I'm right. But as long as he can dunk in this series, he'll be fine. So. I'm an idiot. Now, one thing I didn't You're realize, right. <laughs> I didn't realize y'all hadn't won in Denver since 2016. I mean, that doesn't matter. I just does it. That's, does it really matter? Not really, because it's I only mean, it's only one game that it mattered. It just shocks me that you know what I'm saying of all the teams y'all have had since then, like, well, what teams? Well, I, don't we know, also I just, haven't I just, been I just a- thought it was interesting. We haven't been acclimated to Mile High. You know, you only there for a couple of days. No, you only get one and game a season in Mile High. Right. You, you, yeah, yeah you're right. One game a season there. And then the other one is in Miami. So we don't even get to be acclimated to Mile High. So we'll be there for two days and then two days at home and then back again in Mile High. The playoffs is just a different animal. Everybody is bringing their A game, supposedly. Hopefully, Bam does. But, you know, they everyone's bringing their A game. The stakes are higher. So, I expect Bam to have a better series this series. 
Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Offensively, I agree, just because, like you said, they don't have a rim protector. But defensively, I just, I just don't see him. I don't see him slowing down Joker defensively, and I don't know who else y'all would throw at him. Well, he slowed down three of your players that he guarded whenever he did guard them. So, I mean, he's second team all defense for a reason. So, I, I believe that as long as he we can kind of curtail some of those assists that that um, the Joker is getting, I believe that we have a chance to win the series. And Eric Spolster knows that. They're watching film right now as we speak. So, that's what you do. You figure it out. I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting. It, you know, seeing how y'all how y'all handle, you know, Joker and, and Jamal Murray is, is going to be interesting. It's going to be a lot. Yeah. But I think we got a lot of good on-ball defenders uh, for Jamal Murray. Uh, we, we're not trying to shut down Jamal Murray. We're just trying to make it difficult for him because you can't shut down Jamal Murray when he gets in the zone. So... Uh, and Joker is the same way. When both of those guys get in the zone, it's really difficult to stop them. You can't shut them down. You just make it difficult for them. Aaron Gordon is also going to be the wild card in this situation because I just don't, I don't know what we're going to get out of Aaron Gordon in this series. To me, well, he is he is the wild card on that team. I, I don't think it's him per se. I think it's KCP. If KCP can shoot forty percent from three. Then it's gonna be a tough day for us. I also gotta remember KCP is the only one on that Nuggets team that's been here before. Exactly. He's that's the, the only X one. So to me. We yeah. shall see, man. We let's let's we could talk about this shit all day. We already been long as hell talking about this. So I know P Walk wanna get wanna wanna keep moving. Come on, producer P. What, what's <laughs> next, bro? All right. Pop um P. this day, this day in history. We still doing this though. We still doing this. I don't think we did this one last year either. Um, on this date, so we good. I may cut it if we did do it, but Soul Plane came out. Oh my god! <laughs> Back we in two thousand four. So nineteen years ago. One of the worst movies in cinematic history. We really could have skipped this one. We could have skipped this whole section of Soul Plane is what you had. <laughs> Jay was supposed to be good. It was supposed to be entertaining. That's it all wasn't it was even that. This it was, was pretty funny. Was, I ain't gonna lie. It is not funny at all. Like it's, it was pretty not funny. Most funny. It might have been. It's. It may be like one or two mm-hmm. jokes that's actually kind of funny. <clears throat> I think my favorite part was when uh, uh, Monique and the other girl was the TSA agents. That was the funny part. That was the funniest part to me. That's one of the movies where it's so bad that people think it's good. Like one of them them type cult classic <laughs> shits, but it's not a good movie. It's not entertaining either. It's the recent reason that was only on syndication on goddamn BET. It's not a good movie. That's right. Godfrey was in that movie. He was. Godfrey was the was the uh, he was the, he was the pilot. Yeah. Co pilot. Game on. <laughs> <laughs> Even that's funny. That was funny. funny. It's stupid. P Walk just chuckled and he don't laugh at anything. Because Godfrey's funny. Yes. That's it. Exactly. That nigga's funny. Even in the movie, the nigga wouldn't just it just didn't do it for me, bro. Like the movie sucked. It's the reason Kevin Hart is doing a bunch of movies now, so we forget that shit. We will never forget. (laughs) We never we never forget Soul Plan. Ever. 
I will never forget that wow. shit. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and go into uh, Florida man. <gasps> Florida. Just make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida man. What's Florida man? Florida man. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man. All right. Oh, first one I got. Florida man allegedly poured gas on another man and lit him on fire. You know how expensive gas is, and you trying to waste it. <laughs> you don't. He probably got it out his lawnmower. You can't get. You gas. know how expensive gas is, and you trying to waste it. <laughs> So it says a Florida man was arrested on Sunday afternoon after allegedly pouring gasoline over a man, then proceeding to light him on fire. Uh, the incident occurred in Tampa, Florida. Uh, they claimed two men had gotten into a verbal argument while at the mobile gas station on 22nd Street. Uh, police claimed. Oh that- my God! <laughs> <laughs> police claimed that the argument then caused uh, Earl Hargrove Jr. to go and purchase some gasoline from the pump. Instead of using the gasoline he purchased to fill up his car, he decided to pour the gasoline on the victim uh, right before lighting him on fire. The victim was not identified. He has been a we had a nice Good. thing going. We had a, a nice stretch, but we we had nothing to do with Florida man, bro. Oh, for twenty seconds. Then we come with this bullshit, boy. How, you know how you angry know how you got to be. You got to be in yeah. To, to pay for gas at the gas station, then not put it in your vehicle. To kill somebody. So, so, yeah. he, so you know, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the part that he poured. That he poured into a container. He so he just took it right out the pump and just poured yes. it right on him. Where that nigga with the pump and threw a match on him? Oh, that's he, crazy. How do you let yourself get lit on fire like that? Like he, it had to be real quick. Like he knew he what he was doing. I mean, he probably thought that you know the dude was just spraying it with gas. And wasn't gonna light it, and then so he, he saw probably he probably kept fighting, and the nigga was like, <clears throat> "I mean, I think in that moment you would think to run." Yeah, that's what I'm point. saying. Like, yeah, like at least run away because like this motherfucker got a flamethrower or something in his back pocket. I don't know. Nah, like, you know these yeah. niggas gangster out here. These but just, niggas is is flame retardant. These niggas is bulletproof out here, like all that. You, you know he don't know how to stop, drop, and roll. People don't know how to do that nowadays. They no. run around. They stopped they teaching that in school. Because they ain't worried about that no more. They they do they do school shooter drills. Nah, nigga, ain't no stop, drop, and roll. Listen, we had bomb threat what? drills when we was in school. Which, what yeah. the fuck was those going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Get out of your desk. Do? Yeah, what the fuck <laughs> is that going to do? Same thing with the tornado drills, bro. Like, what? What the fuck? Get under your desk. The, the, hey, the tornado will pull your desk before it pull you up. From lifting the school up and dropping it on the desk. All right, guys, duck dumb. and cover. Dumb drills Hands over your dumb. head. Dumb drills was dumb and ineffective, bro. I do remember some drill in school that we had to like, um, we had to line up outside, like we had to get evacuated out of the school. That was fire drill, wasn't it? Nah, I think it was. I think it was bomb threats or something. Something. That to was do a bomb, bomb threat. Yeah. Bomb threats was when we had to leave the school. Yeah. You had to go with your particular. You had to go. I mean, fire drills. You had to leave the school too, but. Yeah. Bomb threats. You had to get bomb like a hundred yards off the field. Get, I mean, off yeah. the campus or something. Didn't we have to walk our way down to the football field or something? Like I, I remember having yeah, to take a, a walk, walk for that. I don't remember doing them too much in high school, but I do remember elementary school and middle school. We had to do them. 
Bro, you know how many niggas walked to that McDonald's when we had to do that? <laughs> yeah, like the McDonald's was close. It, it, it was you a little that was not a that was not a close walk either. Niggas did it anyway. We out here for we out here for the next hour. I got enough time to go get me a snack, wrapping the sweet tea, and be back. You was better off walking to the corner store. Yeah, the one right the there. Gas station on, on, going to the only, McDonald's, look, bro. only reason why they had time because they cut through that little that little gate opening. Exactly. The Eagles. <laughs> yeah, yeah right, you right all near the way that, around. That's twenty minutes right there. Right near the El Dorado <laughs> apartments. Y'all know the ones I'm talking about. <laughs> right near them trap house apartments. You cut through the gate over there, you can be at McDonald's in ten minutes. They might not be that bad. I wouldn't stay over there, but okay. Okay, and I think they probably are that bad. But <laughs> any apartment complex with no gate. <laughs> Anything y'all goes. niggas gonna do what y'all want to do anyway? So why why put a gate up here? It's just old. It was it was some but condos that was right. Open if a nigga open his front door, you can see his living room. <laughs> All right. So the next one I got is a uh, Florida man loses arm to alligator while going to the bathroom. And you niggas laughed at me. When I waited for them to put that goddamn alligator in the back of the truck before I walked to my damn desk, you niggas laughed at me. Yeah, who you laughing at, motherfuckers? Demetrius snatched the arm off. <laughs> Who's laughing now, niggas? Uh-uh. I knew I made the right choice. It says, uh, 23-year-old Florida resident Jordan Rivera was relieving himself behind a bar early last Sunday when he fell into a pond where a hungry alligator was waiting. Oh. Well, so he said, so I ended up walking over to the water hole. I didn't realize how big it was at the time. As I was going over there, something happened where I either tripped on the or on the ground uh, below me just went down. He said, I ended up in the water, and that's literally the last thing I remember. Yeah, your drunk ass fell in the water. It says, that uh, I'm turning into a slim gym, nigga. <laughs> he yeah. said, he was reportedly he snapped into it. Reportedly <laughs> was rescued by locals who had pulled him from the water and treated him with a tourniquet they had handy. Death roll. Yeah, he got death rolled. It says, uh, those gators, I, I truly didn't understand them until I woke up in the hospital and like, oh, gator got your arm. Uh, they got my elbow, so I, I don't have an elbow. I can still move my arm around and whatnot. So he just got everything from the elbow up. All cause he, to be you, be dope. That's nuts, bro. Oh, because he was oh, him lacking, boy. Big time. Demetrius was waiting on him. <laughs> I hope it wasn't yeah. a nigga dominant hand, because that would be unfortunate. Yeah. You said he was you said he was at a bar? Yeah. Like he stepped he behind. Faded. Yeah, he, he was drunk. <laughs> Imagine walking to the back of the bar to take a piss and you slip and fall in the water, bro. And you wake <laughs> up with no arm. Bars have bathrooms though, nigga. Why you ain't just go to the fucking bathroom inside? It was a jam in there. Hey, Gina, if I was, uh, you still have an arm. I'll be done drinking. That'd be it for me. Oh yeah, I'll be through. I'm done drinking because I don't make good decisions when I drink. Apparently, you lose an arm. (laughs) (laughs) That's unfortunate though. Because he probably went to the bathroom inside and it was probably. A whole bunch of niggas in there, and he was like, "Man, I can't wait." And you know when you get drunk and you been pissing all night and you can't hold it no more, it's, it's either piss myself. The seal broke. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's probably what he's probably drinking beer. <clears throat> he broke the seal somewhere in the middle, kept drinking after that, and was like, I can't hold this no more. You're right, you can't hold no money. He had one arm. <laughs> you can't hold a lot of yeah. shit no more. <laughs> hey. What's wrong with you? Hey, go to the next one. <laughs> uh, damn right you can't hold it no more, bro. Yeah. Uh, man trapped in garbage wow. truck after sleeping in dumpster in Escambia County. Wait, say that again. Uh, a man was hospitalized after getting trapped in a garbage truck in Escambia County overnight. According to the county, a man was sleeping in a dumpster at a nearby apartment complex when he got dumped into a garbage truck making his rounds. Uh, the trash was compacted several times before the driver realized the man was in the truck. Yo, my man fell asleep <laughs> on trash day and didn't know it. It's crazy the fact that he got compounded. Like, it wasn't that he just got thrown in there. Like, it started crushing that stuff bro, up. Oh, my man I got- I we saw that. In uh, Final Destination or some shit, bro. Like, I this, this was in one of them fucking movies because it's, it's in my it's in my head. I can see it, bro. Yo, man's got mom spaghetti all over him. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga turned into mom spaghetti, nigga. <laughs> oh, that's nigga up. can't even be homeless in this country without dying. You can do something by accident, bro. That's that's unfortunate. It says, um, the firefighters arrived at Circle K to remove the man from the garbage truck. He was transported to the hospital as a trauma alert. Uh, no further details have been released. That is unfortunate. Damn. We did have, we had a Florida man like this. This might have been like two years ago when we started. So, I remember, I, it, I remember this. It did happen because when I looked it up before, when I seen it, I was like, I think I might have did this one already. So I just searched the headline. It happened like three or four other times. Okay, so it's common. <laughs> yes. Cool. Cool. Y'all gotta stop. Stop, stop sleeping in the dumpsters, man. We got plenty of park bent. That's not funny. Never mind. Go ahead. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Go ahead. Hey. hey. Nah, they. You, <laughs> no, well, t- you, you, you talk about them park benches because you brought it partially up. They they making them park benches to where you can't sleep on them. How you gonna they make it where you can't sit on them, nigga? Yeah, like they <laughs> <laughs> like hell, boy. Because you know, you know, like regular park benches, you think it's just like a bench, like it's a long thing. But they be putting like the armrest for every seat, so you can't sleep on that with an armrest. I just put my feet on them. I'm homeless, nigga. Ain't a whole lot you can do to make me uncomfortable. But that's why they doing it. They doing it so homeless people can't sleep on them. They putting the armrests and the things on there so it make it hard for you just to lay down on something. Well, they put them in the middle. Yeah, like in between, so it's so not. It's like, yeah, oh. so it's not just like a bench. It's just like seat, yeah, like armless. speed bumps on the bench. Yeah, yeah, you gotta lay on your shopping cart. <laughs> uh, this I, this I, last Florida man is um man claiming to be time traveler throws brick through window to save homeowners. How? Huh? <laughs> How? <Yeah>. Who sent you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll play, I'll, play, I'll, I'll play along with it. Who sent you? Save them from <laughs> and what? And why? <laughs> what you I ain't playing shit. You done threw a brick yeah, in my window. You. I'm finna beat your ass. <laughs> Bro. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's the explanation that'll make me kill him. <laughs> like, I'm not. I was I'm trying to save y'all niggas. Bro, what? it's a brick in my living room. Well, I was I trying to save y'all. It says, I hope you can come back in time and save yourself because I'm going to beat your ass with this brick, bro. It said bro, the victims told the officer that a loud crash woke them up and they heard their baby crying. 
Uh, when they checked on their baby, they observed the bassinet filled with stuffed animals was on the ground and the window was smashed. Uh, oh, yeah. Hold on, hold on. My baby on the ground? No, nah, I, 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 I don't think the baby was in there. Uh, okay, I was going to say, boy, that, that, that's a dead time travel. I can tell you that. You better Big come fella. back time save itself. Big fella. You got to travel back in time to not die in this timeline. I was going to say you're going to try again. I'm finna smoke to, you. Back to this bitch, bro. Bro, you done got glass on my baby, bro. I'm finna kill you. It says, uh, no. officer told Dinkins that they were in the neighborhood investigating a burglary that occurred down the road. Um, he Dinkins spontaneously told the officers that may have been me. Uh, he further informed the officers that he had gone swimming at the victim's home and threw a brick through the window. Um, he he admitted that he broke the residence to go. He broke into the residence to go swimming in the pool and left Wait. a book on the front door because he wanted to share a book with them. Wait, <laughs> wait. He said, "Man, been him." <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna shove that book so far up your ass. They ran into you him and he said, "It may have been him." And then if it wasn't him, what kind of drugs was he on? The OPD. Bro, Reports. We gotta divorce his soul for his body, bro. He gotta die, bro. <laughs> said, if it wasn't him, then who was it? He said the report stated Dinkins told investigators that he was a time traveler and needed to save the victims from an event that was going to occur in the future. Uh, he advised that he was unaware that a baby was inside the room when he broke the window, but then he also told them that he was trying to save the baby from something way in the future when the child is much older. Well, I'm finna save you from your immediate future. I would have drowned him in the pool. Real talk. I got to I, kill I would have drowned him. Yeah. I would have drowned him. I got to kill you, bro. I would have told the police to come on, but you ain't got to hurry. <laughs> Just send the ambulance. Yeah. Y'all ain't going to need no handcuffs. <laughs> they ain't even got to turn the lights on because it ain't no resuscitation. Oh, bro, this nigga is dead. <laughs> this nigga is dead. Boy. He at the bottom of the pool. <laughs> So that, drugs is, is wow. That was the last Florida man, but it was another incident that happened, I think, in Florida. I, um, I think you getting ready to go exactly where I was getting ready to go. Down in Miami. Danny Lay? Yeah. Bro. <laughs> she was arrested Boy. on a felony hit and run charge Tuesday morning um, after police accused her of drunk driving and hitting a moped rider on South Beach, um, dragging a scooter for about a block before Off officers caught up with her. Bro, she could have killed that man, bro. He has a the jig got a fractured spine. Bro, she could have killed what? this man. And you bro. know, it was funny because I was listening to the Breakfast Club this morning because she got donkey of the day, of course. And um Jess Hilarious is on the Breakfast Club sometimes now. And she was just like, Well, we need to check on her mental health. Well, let's do that in prison. Cause that's where she belongs. She belongs behind bars. You don't jump behind behind the wheel of the car. And she had an empty tequila bottle in the car. They said she, I think they said she blew two times over the legal limit or something, bro. Like the she was she was gone, bro. And I'm just like, well, now the baby get the baby. So lock <laughs> lock Jonathan baby mama up. She oh she facing three felony counts, bro. She gone. She about lock Jonathan baby mama up. She about it though. So well, you unfortunate. You don't, you don't get that long for DUI, do you? Yes. Well, 
it depends on the situation. You kill somebody, that, you do. That, that she, she didn't kill the uh, guy. Happens. I think she just ran. But he has a fractured spine. All that means is she gonna do some jail time, but she gonna she gonna get sued so bad she finna be broke after this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And she should be. Third Thanks. felony hit and run is up to five years. Second degree is fifteen years and ten thousand five. So she'll probably get less than a year in jail. She'll get that hefty fine. And buddy gonna take her to a civil court and sue her. Cause I he think should. She'll, I think she'll get a year just cause she dragged the nigga for a block. But I think she'll get out cause do the good behavior. So she'll do eight months. Less than a year. She'll do yeah, less she'll, than a year. She'll do eight months. And she and finna pay this. She finna pay this man ten million dollars. All the money that she made singing, she might as well give it to him. Facts. So she, she finna get sued. That's crazy, bro. Like, yeah, make better decisions, nigga. Stop drinking so. and driving like that. No, she and was you, drunk and driving. Well, you yeah. also you rich, nigga. Car service, the fuck. All she, of them. I don't think she rich. All the car services. She she not she not broke. She might be comfortable, rather, but I don't think she rich. I'd rather get my S five hundred Benz out of the impound than chance going to jail. Yeah. All right. So uh it's been a lot of conversation around this topic kind of lately because it's been a lot of like kiosk and different things that they have this when you go up to them. But tipping. Tipping tipping at restaurants, tipping at, at just everyday stuff. So you go in to get a cup of coffee, they ask you for a tip. You go in, you pay for something, and uh, the kiosk now, when you use the like the, the little app, they ask you if you want a tip. So it's it's becoming such an epidemic that people have been complaining about it at certain places, and people getting into arguments um, about tipping. So what do y'all think? I'm gonna be honest with you. If I'm at a sit down restaurant, I'm a tip. But if I'm picking up some shit to go. I'm not tipping y'all. I drove here to get the damn food. <laughs> I'm not tipping you. That's not happening. So, sorry. And you tip, but you tip, no. you tip to a certain amount, or it's just you just a couple dollars. Like, I try to do what is like ten percent or whatever, whatever the the amount is. But sometimes I just be like, eh, you don't really deserve that. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Get a number in my head, and then I'd be like, "Wow, <laughs> wow!" You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, I try to do. You know, I always tip, no matter how bad the service is. I tip. Now, depending on your service, tells me how much you're going to get tipped. But you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna you got you got to pay to play, nigga. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna make this real easy. Your tip and what it whether you get a tip or not depends on how much work I got to do. So if I gotta get in my car and I gotta go pick the food up, you ain't getting no tip. Not a damn thing. If if I gotta do anything other than ask for something, you're not getting a tip. Like I it, I get it, I understand y'all work for tips. Y'all gonna have to work with some other people because you ain't getting it for me if I gotta show up and pick my food up. Now if I'm sitting down in the restaurant, I'll tip you. I ain't got no problem with that. And I tip well. I try to tip 18% or more. 
depending now the or more part depends on if your service is or more worthy but i typically tip 18 because that's what you're supposed to do but if i'm sitting down that means i can ask for something and you're supposed to bring it that means you working for this tip but if i show up and i order some food and i i i put my clothes on put my shoes on got in my car and use my gas to get there you ain't get no tip, my dog. Mm-mm. Charge it, charge it to the game. Facts. What about you? And JP? I don't know about y'all, bro. But and JPI, I'm gonna let you go in a second. But for me personally, like I said, you, you know, uh, the tip depends on your your service quality. One of the things I pay attention to is, especially if I didn't get like a, a beer or nothing like that. Like if I got soda, how many times did you come fill this drink up without me asking? How thirsty am I, nigga? That that that'll let me know right there. That's that's you, where we starting. At. Are you How thirsty? Am I? You know what I'm saying? Like, is, do I got fresh soda in here, or is this watered down ice at this point? Because you ain't get that to see if I need something to drink. Sweet ice. Boy, I'm telling you, that is a that is a key a key factor in in oh, the tip man. you getting from me is how thirsty am I, nigga? So. <laughs> But yeah, um, when we sit down in restaurants, yeah, I do tip. And as uh, far as to go, I've done, I would say, every other, I don't do every to go order. I don't do it one time, but like, seldomly, I would throw a tip in there every now and then. It'd be a couple dollars. It'll be nothing like five, ten, or nothing like that. It'd be like two or three dollars. You better than me, my boy. No, do you I, look you, I look you right in your eye and press no tip. <laughs> <laughs> you a food truck? I had to pull up to this hole. So I look you straight in your eye and press no tip and say thank you for my food. No, or if you give me that paper receipt, I'm going to put that line through that tip so dark, you, you damn shit going to see it. I ripped the paper damn near putting the line <laughs> through that. <laughs> you not getting shit if I had to do the work to come get the food. Now, that's a couple different ways that you can you can tip or that I've seen people tip. Uh, one of them is you got a base amount, so you might say, like, you took $5 no matter what, which no matter the, the size of the meal you're eating, you're only putting $5. I've seen people do that. Ooh. I see people That's do that. Hey. <laughs> I don't always quote Kanye, but Kanye said, my presence is a presence. Kiss my ass. So <laughs> that's where I'm at. Like, if I got to show up, if I got to sweat, if I got to do something, then you ain't getting tipped, period. The, the second way is you have a certain amount, but you deduct from that amount depending on what infractions that occur, that occur during the service. So you might start that's at fifteen, right you just deduct two dollars here, two dollars here, and that's where you end up at. It's like easy I for said, me not to give you no extra money if I had to do all the work to come get the food. How thirsty am I? Now, if I'm sitting at the table, hey. you getting eighteen percent. If I'm sitting at the table, sitting down, because you're gonna have to come back and ask me if I need something anyway. Now, if you are on point, you get more than eighteen percent. But if I if I'm just showing up so I get some takeout, nigga, don't even don't even fix your mouth. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. And what if it's not even food? Because there's places that have tips. It's not. I don't tip at the boat, Nelly. I put a line through that bitch. Quick. <laughs> Cause that service ain't good anyway. Uh uh-uh. uh. You want me to tip you for some funky ass shoes that somebody else had on? And I brought my own shit. The only thing y'all supplied was the bowling pins in the lane, nigga. I got ball shoes. And uh, those I, I, those I, I, don't even work. 
And those don't even work all the time. <laughs> Delays don't even have work when you go. <laughs> like tip fucking, you. Fucking Sunday. We spent more time waiting for them to fix shit. Like, P-Walk, bro. We get there. We get a lane. And then we end up switching lanes because uh, JP brother and his homeboys, they they with us. So they we got a lane by them. Nigga, tell me why. We got five and six, right? I'm bowling on six. Why the fuck my score on five? <laughs> like, I mean, people, I threw like four balls down there, bro. And we all looking up and it's just like, bro, the shit's not changing. Yeah. We look over. Everything I done did on lane six is showing up on lane five. Bro, like. Who does that? And then they, bro, we was, the special was till midnight. We look up. Our shit is scheduled to, to turn off like what? 30 minutes before, like at 1130. Oh, no. So as it get closer, yeah. we go up to, hey, man, can y'all fix our time? You know what I'm saying? Our time's wrong. This, that, that. Yeah, we going to fix it. The shit shut off on us, people. <laughs> 1130. Lane shut and, down. And look, and, and ask us how many times. Man, and ask us how many times be. we had, um, had to you know, get service. And they did yeah. nothing until it shut off. I still had to it, wait. It, we we it, lost it, like forty five minutes. I'm <laughs> telling you, bro, we got robbed, bro. I'm already terrible at bowling, and then for your, <laughs> I'm already aggravated because I'm not good. And then on top of that, you ain't got no service. Your service bad, and then you cheating me out the money I done gave y'all. Nah, bro. That's why you took. So then they could come over no, and I'm fix not, the lanes quick. Yeah. No. <laughs> and then they gave us a lane. They had no fucking oil on a dry ass lane. We was bowling on a basketball court, nigga. I'm what? not tipping the motherfuckers, bro. <laughs> no. Well, we start, we started a fire every time we rode a ball down that lane. Hell no, bro. I don't tip. If I have to do most of the work, I'm not tipping. I don't give a damn what it is. It is so. what it is. So I'm 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 gonna take y'all to the the uh the cousin of tipping right now. And that self service checkout. Love it. Do you? I do. You don't get a I paycheck for them places. I don't steal. I don't like talking to people in the store, nigga. I can check in and check the fuck out. Get gone. Yeah, you don't <laughs> like to talk to people while you stealing. I don't steal, bro. I ain't. I'm not, doing, I'm not doing that bad in life that I got to steal from Walmart, bro. That's facts. Nah, but. I like self checkout. It depends, you know. If I got alcohol, I'll go through the the regular cashier because I don't feel like flagging the lady down or the man down. They come over there and put his numbers in. I don't got time for that shit. Like, just make it easy for me. If I got something that don't have like that doesn't need authorization, then I'll go through self checkout because it normally is faster. Only but time I go if through- I got alcohol, it's. I go through the regular line. Only time I go through self checkout is if it if it's stuff that's fitting in my hands. If I got yeah. a basket, if I got a buggy, I'm not going through self checkout. Well, shit, at some of these stores, like if you go to Walmart, you ain't got no choice at this point. They that's pretty much all they got. They might have two regular lines, and you know them bitches ain't open. So Walmart got 35 cash registers and only two of them holes open. You better go to self checkout if you want to leave. What the one out here by my house, bro? They they got rid of ninety five percent of them, bro. They got two big ass areas on each side for self checkout, and then they got like four regular, regular lines in the middle of them bitches. And like I said, it's a 50-50 chance that them hoes open, bro. Hop your ass in line and bag your own shit. Pretty much. Have a good day. 
Pretty much. <laughs> so they they giving you a, a W four when you walk out of there. They need no. to. And what they gonna stop doing is checking my goddamn receipt. You should have backed my shit up. You didn't. So fuck you. I'm gonna walk past you. <laughs> so you snatched the uh, you snatched the receipt away. <laughs> I don't show them the receipt, JP. I walk the fuck off. He walked smooth past them. Ready off. to get tackled by loss prevention. Hey, come back. Why the fuck I'm steal these diapers? Get out my face. Get out my face. Cause niggas steal me. diapers. That's why I'm not stealing no damn diaper. Am I running? No, I'm walking. So that means I paid for it. Suck my dick. Leave me alone. That's what someone mm-hmm. who is steal would say. Mm-mm. So you walk. It's you, only black people. I don't never see them do the white people like that, bro. Nah, racist. So you walk smooth past. You just try not to make smooth eye contact. Past. I will look you dead in your eyes and walk past you. People, walk. <laughs> I don't care, sir. Sir, I don't care. I need to see a receipt. Cold, I don't care, Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> you have three items in your hand and you it says one you are not about to waste my time now if I got something like a TV or something yeah I show you the receipt you know what I'm saying they be seeing JD they know he finna argue so they just let him go <laughs> <laughs> they know I'm he ready, finna bro. make a scene I'm ready go ahead, go ahead, sir. You, ain't, you ain't check Becky before me so you better leave me the hell alone bro is it cause I'm bro? black you gone, bro. Go ahead, sir. <laughs> I will say I do the same thing. I do just walk right by him most of the time. But only place I'll stop at for sure is like Sam's. Probably just because it's habit. Well, yeah, you ain't got no choice. You can't get out the door without no. stopping the They gonna scan mm. that. Mm. Shit, the Costco, you ain't getting out the door without at Costco without them checking that receipt, nigga. At all. Sam's maybe. Costco ain't happening. Nigga, it's a it's a line to get out that bitch. They got you single file in traffic, nigga. You're not getting out of Costco without them putting a highlighter down that door. <laughs> it depends who's on that door counting those items because I don't think everybody be counting them items because oh, it might be they, somebody up there. That might, it might be somebody up there that can't count. JP, they ain't counting shit. <laughs> they literally just they just marking their seat. They ain't counting shit. Girl, <laughs> they not counting. Y'all want to know I'm laughing because cause I used to work at Sam Club and I seen people do it. I'm like, <laughs> that, that was you, JP. I guess no, so no, what? <laughs> I would got fired. Yeah, want... I work in them carts. <laughs> y'all want the secret to not get jacked at Walmart? I'm gonna tell y'all right now. All you gotta do is, if you didn't steal, this don't. If you stole, this don't pertain to you. But if you didn't steal, and you trying to get up out of there. Unlike JD, JD be stealing, but um, <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just playing. <laughs> but um, all you gotta do is when you done that self checkout, just keep the receipt in your hand and walk past them. They'll let you go every time. They'll never check an open receipt. They'll never check that. If they see or, it in your hand, they'll be like, "Go ahead." Or. Just walk out the fucking door. You paid for your shit. Just go. <laughs> just go. That ain't, look, 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 look. I don't think it's like that. See, yeah. That, I didn't ignore G. I do that on general purposes anyway. I just hold the receipt in my hand and walk out. I don't know, man. Stealing is beneath me, bro. Like, I ain't doing that bad. Well, I don't say it's beneath me, but I ain't got nothing. From Walmart. <laughs> I ain't got nothing I need to steal. You know what, what you stealing like, of importance? Walmart. What you stealing of importance from Walmart? That's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm not stealing nothing because there's nothing that I need to steal. But I'm not gonna say it's beneath me because if, if if shit get bad <laughs> and I got to, then I got to. But I ain't I ain't got nothing I need to steal right now. So that's what I'm saying. Oh, we. 
That's why G. That's why G said you can still. That's all I'm not. I, I don't steal because I don't have to, but I'm never going to say it's beneath me. Bro, stealing from Walmart is beneath G. me, bro. Look, we all we all just one bad day of having away from having to steal some shit. So, well, today not a bad G, day. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm good now, but if that bad day comes, then no, I got to do what I got to do. I'm not going to well, say it's beneath me. <laughs> once that bad day comes, then stealing won't be beneath you, but it ain't here yet. Stealing is beneath me for Walmart. If I'm gonna take a penitentiary <laughs> chance, I'm gonna steal something that's can, that can put me in a position to be rich for a long time. Like I, it's gonna be some real dividends to something that I yeah, stole. But people still, people still for a reason. It's not like you walk in a store like I think I want to steal something, <laughs> something today. No, no, that's not always true. People walk. Some really, really, some, some <laughs> niggas just steal. It don't matter. <laughs> Cause they like the thrill of it. Some some motherfuckers get a thrill from stealing shit. That is true. Some people do. That's why they do it. The thrill. They don't going to jail. Potentially going to jail. Don't thrill. And thrilling. Me. That's not thrilling at all, nigga. That's 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 not a thrill. To Go steal, to an amusement park, nigga. Ride a roller coaster. To steal some great value, cheese puffs. <laughs> The thrill of the of the steel, bro. That's why some motherfuckers do it. So couldn't be me. Still in boxes. <laughs> <laughs> On your day off. Yeah. Uh, we'll go ahead and close it off with um, uh, situation. Uh, Travis Rudolph. He was a Man. ex receiver for Florida State. I think back in like 2013, 2014. Yeah. Um, I think he was a all ACC receiver. Um, I don't think he got drafted, but he did sign to a team. Nah, he was undrafted. Yeah, he signed he to a team for yeah. a little bit. Um, and he actually, Kelvin, a of teams. was Kelvin Benjamin on that Florida State team? Mm-hmm. I think at the same time he was. And, and Rashad Green, yeah. Yeah, and they had like Kenny Shaw. Yeah, they, they all played with Jameis, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I. I remember even at his time at Florida State, I remember this article coming out saying that he uh, they did like some volunteer time and at a school, and then he sat down he ate and with the kid yeah. by eating by himself. Yeah, and that was a whole news story. So it was definitely a surprise to hear this story come out from. I think it's actually a couple of years ago that it, it happened, and I, yeah, I don't know if it was a new development. Yeah, twenty one. Yeah, and it was a new yeah. development. Now I don't know if JD, you want to talk about it. Well, I don't. Well, are you talking about the video. Yeah, like yeah. everything that was going on with it, because I know it was like a shooting, like he. Yeah, so I, I got you. Okay, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't anything that I missed. Nah. So like, like we said, this is back from twenty twenty one. Uh, Travis was is dating at this time. He's dating a young lady by the name of Dominique Jones. They get into an altercation about something. I, I, from what I read, like she had some work done or something, and they couldn't see each other, and then. When they did finally get back in contact, she felt like he was either cheating on her or seeing somebody else or something. So they are at, I don't know if it was his house or his mama's house, but, you know, everybody got ring doorbells now. So, you know, they they getting ready to walk into the house, and then she just started hitting them. Like, I mean, like, physical altercation, domestic violence. Like, she, she punching the nigga. And... Excuse me. Him and his brother just, you know, they get off, you know, off the porch. You know, they 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 kind of get off the property and shit. And apparently, once she leaves, she either calls or you know, she texts her brother 
telling them, yo, Travis, you know, put his hands on me, slam me on the ground, da 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 da. But one of the messages that she text or uh, text them was go shoot his shit up. So moments later, her four brothers come up to the house, knock on the door. Uh, Travis's brother opens the door, asks him, you know, can I help y'all? What y'all need? You know what I'm saying? Whoop the whoop like that. They, what Travis said, blah, 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 and all this. So Travis comes outside. And immediately as Travis come outside, one of the boys hit him. So it's four on two. You know, they fighting. You know what I'm saying? Doing what they do. One of the guys got a gun. And I guess why they were still, you know, pretty much assaulting Travis's brother, he goes inside and either gets his it was either AK or AR. It was a it was a it was a big boy, is what it was. It was more bullets than they had. And I guess as they were retreating, he fired he fired some shots and killed one of the guys. So, you know, he attempted to use the stand your ground, but the judge threw that out saying that they were retreating. So, you know, you can't really use that, whatever. So, you know, he, he going to trial. The, the trial has started and it I would be shocked if this man does not get off, if he does not walk away from this. Because if you, and if y'all have free time, you know what I'm saying, go look at some of the videos of Dominique and her brothers on stand. Number one, she's rude. Just, you know what I'm saying, attitude the entire time is not really cooperating, not really answering the questions. The two the two brothers that survived, because like I said, you know, unfortunately, because it's one of her brothers lost his life, they won't even look at the at the attorneys. They won't even look at the lawyers. Where they're looking down, looking around. Every answer is um, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So they 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 have the video. They have her text messages, and then they they already pretty much got her tampering with evidence because they have her call log showing that she called. I can't remember whichever one it was, but called them when she turned in her phone. The call is missing from the call log. So either and the, the lawyer was like, either one or two things happened. Either you deleted the call log or you deleted these calls or you didn't give us the right phone. Either way, we have all this stuff right here. So like I don't I don't think this should last long. I, I honestly this case should really be cut and dry. I would be shocked if he is not, you know what I'm saying, found innocent. And I'm almost willing to bet as soon as this trial is over. The uh, Dominique and both her brothers getting ready to go to jail. So, unfortunate situation, you know what I'm saying? I I don't think he did anything wrong, me personally. But you know, I mean, what don't can do? it don't sound like it. You got to kind of protect yourself when you can. So, yeah. absolutely, like it's it's full on too. Like y'all basically came to jump me. Yeah, so. Came to came to kill him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they intend to kill. You know what I'm saying? Pre-tech, so. Premeditated murder. With with the text message, shoot him up. And I seen I only right. seen the snippet as what did you mean by that? You know, and she couldn't even answer the question. Like, she did answer the question saying that she she didn't actually the she didn't tell him that so they can actually do it. Like some bullshit. Like, yes the fuck you did. Uh you know what I'm saying? Like, yes you did. So you know, crazy, I, I, I was having a good like JD brought this up to me yesterday. You know, we was talking to Marco Polo about this. And a couple things that stood out to me was number one, she was the aggressor in all of this. Mm-hmm. And and uh number two, she lied to her brothers and had them come she emotionally manipulated her brothers 
lying to them to have them come over there and do something to somebody that didn't even do anything to her. She mm. was the aggressor in all of this. And she ended up getting one of her brothers killed because of it. Another point that I brought up is I'm not fighting four niggas when I got a $1,500 AR-15 upstairs. Four niggas come up to my house looking angry. I'm going to go right upstairs and get it. And I'm going to come out with it. And I'm like, whatever y'all want to do, we can do. So maybe I think if you would have went out there with the gun and not threw hands with them, maybe they would have seen the gun and been like, okay, this nigga strapped. Let's just figure this out another day. Because, like, to me, you never pull up to somebody else's house to do something to them. You just don't do that because you don't know what they have in the house. You don't know who's there at the house. None of that. You just pulling up trying to be a hero. And you haven't done any kind of recon to know what you get yourself into. And now one of her brothers is dead because of that. And that's why I say in these relationships, like you really got to understand the person that you're in a relationship with, you know, because a person can really get you in a situation that could cost you your life. And right now, uh, Travis Rudolph is in court fighting for his life because he was in a relationship with somebody uh, that wanted him dead because she thought that he was cheating on her or whatever the case may be. So you really got to know the person that you're in a relationship with. And, you know, this situation is, is, is very unfortunate because a black man lost his life in this situation when it didn't have to be this way, you know, and it was, it was escalated. And I'm not going to lie. If four people showed up to my house, I would have been ready to escalate the situation too, because you showed up to my house, obviously to do bodily harm to me. And I'm pretty sure on trial, once he heard some of the text messages, like, shoot his shit up. I know what that means. We all black here. We know what that means. Mm -hmm. That means you wanted them to come to my house and kill me over yeah, something that you assumed that I did and escalate. So th this is just a terrible situation. And I hope that, you know, he gets off for this. I just don't know how it's going to look where he's shooting at people that are already running away. Now, if he was shooting and then they started running away, he could probably get away with it. But if he was shooting at people already running, then that's going to be, that might be tough to beat in court. I mean, I don't really think it will be that tough only because the ring camera caught everything. Like, everything they, it's like a goddamn movie they they caught all that shit bro you know what i'm saying and originally and i i was telling you this g like on twitter i had just seen this random doorbell footage going around of, of a chick just wailing on a nigga and i just kept scrolling past it bro because i'm like what the fuck is this like why would you post this it wasn't until i was on tiktok at work that i seen you know what i'm saying the situation like that's what was. that shit is yeah and so, you know, it sent me down a rabbit hole. So I was just, you know, looking at everything. And one of the things I was telling G the other day, she has no remorse for what she did, bro. Like, you can see it in her eyes. You can see it in her actions. You can see it in her tone of voice and everything that she said and how she said it. She is not sorry for what she did. She is not sorry for the fact that someone that she loves dearly, you know, a family member to her, is no longer with us because of her bullshit. 
she could care less, bro. Like her main thing is just trying to get this man's freedom taken away for something that she instigated, she caused. You know what I'm saying? Like she was the ringleader behind all this shit. And you know, a lot of women are probably give me flack for what I'm about to say, but getting cheated on is not a death sentence for your partner at all. Like he he doesn't deserve to be murdered in cold blood because you thought he was cheating on you, even it, whether he was or he wasn't. Uh, is irrelevant in this situation. He didn't deserve to be assaulted at his own home because he so-called cheated on you or he allegedly cheated on you. I mean, I probably get a lot of flack from that for, for women because women are very emotional, but people don't deserve to die or suffer the rest of their lives because they cheated on you in a relationship. Exactly. And we don't even know if this man even cheated on her. She just assumed that and began putting her hands on him. Now, if he would have beat her up, then everybody would have been looking at Travis Rudolph mm-hmm. like he's a monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't know how to control his life. That small dick energy. All this different thing. He would have been shouted <laughs> down in the media if this man would have said, I'm a man. I can I can fight back, too. And from all accounts, yeah, I agree with you 100%. From all accounts, from, now, the, you know, from the videos that I've seen, because I, I watched a decent amount of it, like I said, him and his brother removed her from the property, but they didn't throw her, they didn't, like, throw her off the porch or nothing like that. Like, they walked her the entire way, you know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't body slam her, you know? Like, I'm I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Like, one of the things that my grandmothers taught me, bro, as in, you know what I'm saying? You know, they, they were older, of course, but they were like, if a woman's man enough to put their hands on you, they man enough to get beat down. Now, I don't agree with that. And look, I, I don't agree with it, but I mean, at the same time, it, it's kind of true. Like, you can't put your hands on a man and then expect that he potentially is not going to retaliate. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is a risk that's always a possibility in these situations. Like I said, I, I don't think it's right. I don't agree with it. I would never condone putting your hands on putting your on on a woman, especially if you're a man. But at the same time, like, don't why are you putting your hands on somebody that's physically stronger than you? You know what I'm saying? It has the potential to to knock your ass out easily. And then you emotionally manipulated your siblings because that's what they do. If my sister called me and told me a nigga put his hands on her, Reason going out the window. I'm not gonna ask. Well, are you sure? I'm not gonna double check that shit. I'm gonna go into action because it's my yeah. it's my fucking sister. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's my sister. I don't I don't give a damn, bro. Like, we'll figure that shit out later. And unfortunately, that caused you know her brother to lose his life. So like I said, like I I would be shocked. Now, granted, I understand what what G said. You know what I'm saying with the shooting as they were retreating. So you know that. He may do something for that. I don't know, but it he might, you know what I'm saying, get off with time served because, I mean, he's yeah. essentially been in jail for two years. So, but I, the whole situation is crazy, bro. Like, it's evil, evil people in this fucking world, man. Sure, for sure. Ag next week, fix your Wi-Fi, bro. Like, <laughs> fix your Wi-Fi. You 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 coming in and out like a like a a, a, 
a dad co-parenting, bro. You need to you need to be here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> a dad co-parenting? Wow. And on that note, What's wrong that was, with a, that was that a head note, shot. We're going to go ahead and close this up. Quick scope. <laughs> <laughs> we had this thing, bro. I'm a present parent. <laughs>